Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? Doug Gottlieb Show, but in the bonus, you're on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. You know, there's lots of uh, football stories, guys getting hurt, you know. You got one guy holding out, Josh Jacobs. Other than that, it's kind of going along as planned. Angels are back to being bad. That's kind of going as things planned, right? Things are surprising. The Michael Orr story continues to get really, really interesting. Okay, so two days ago, uh, Michael Orr's attorney uh, filed a claim that his client, this is the former star left tackle, most notably for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, was essentially duped into thinking that he was adopted only to find out that it was conservatorship, uh, conservatorship that is what Sean Tui was able to obtain uh, late in his high school career. And he went to Ole Miss and started Ole Miss and was drafted the first round, became an NFL starter and a really good NFL player. And... Um, he, the, the lawsuit didn't make it seem, the lawsuit had some really salacious claims that basically they need, you know, the, the family that, uh, was kind of sainted in the, in the book and the movie, the blind side was somehow up to no good, right? That they, these were all things that were happening so they could make money off of Michael Orr. 
Well, you go back to yesterday and Sean Tui came out and his son came out as well. And uh, SJ and said, well, that's not the case. This is what the guys were actually actually paid. Um, now the Tui's attorney has come out and said, no, actually, this is not the first time that Michael's made these claims. Uh, this is just the first attorney to take these claims to court because previous attorneys knew you, you couldn't win this case because it wasn't true. So, Jay Stu, let me ask you, uh, I'll tell you where I am. You tell me you, where you are with this story. God, I think this is sad. I think this is really sad. And I think the question that we all have is, like, look, if, if Michael Orley made $14,000 from uh, a movie which chronicles a good portion of his life and it's about him, that's a really, really bad deal, right? And Sean Tui clearly signed up for a really bad deal. What I think is, is interesting, though, is, is it possible Michael Orr is out of money? Right. Well, why else would you do? Why else would you basically burn everything to the ground in terms of family and support? And and look, you don't get to the point of making this sort of claim public and filing suit unless that relationship is done anyway. Right. Like there's not I don't see how you come back from that. But I that's the that's the thing is like the only thing I could think of is somebody has. Somebody got to Mike Orr was like, dude, look at all the money you made in this movie. How much did you make? Man, I made $14,000. What? And now you're just blaming people for a bad deal that was made. And there's kind of no getting out of it. What, what's your read on it? I just looked as you were talking. So um, if you believe um, the numbers, that was that spottrack.com? He earned uh, $34.5 million in his career, obviously, I don't know if that uh, counts the agent fees and taxes and all that, but thirty-four point five million, he probably um, grossed. Uh, that's a lot of money to burn through. It's a it, it's a lot, but it's not a crazy amount. Yeah, and if right, if you and and, if and you, it's also it's also like let's be honest, he didn't have nearly as good a career as I think we thought he would have. Correct. Yeah. You know. And so I don't know. Again, he may be telling the complete truth. The Tui's may be full of it. I, I, I literally have no idea. And I think in, in the end, the truth will or some form of the truth will probably come out. We may not cover it because it'll be in the middle of football season or maybe so far removed from it. And that's what we do. We only cover the claims, not the reality. But he didn't have that good a career. And so what happens when you and I know what you're saying I'll get to what you're saying in a second, but. We, we could at least admit if that career is not what he wanted it to be, is there a, you know, you, you go through the various stages of grief and, you know, one of them is denial, but you also, you know, start, start making, start blaming other people. Yep. And that's kind of where I was going with it. Like if, if he burned through his money and he's, and he's out of money and this is like kind of a, just a, a pure money play that's very sad because that's not him spending that money that's probably him being given bad advice so the entire story of the blind side was how much this guy got a, a horrible hand in life and then it salvaged it 
with the luck of this and that with the help of this family and if somebody did give him give him bad financial advice and he lost his entire wealth that's extremely sad um it, but it does feel like that the whole the whole story yesterday that the lawyer kind of added about the shakedown how he went to the family first this tells me that they're you know they're starting at 15 million and hoping to settle for something that he thinks the family has um, if I recall, the family has has a bunch of money to begin with. I don't know how much, but no, the whole thing sucks. That's what we said a couple of days ago. That f- our first reaction to this was, it's it the whole thing just is sad. It taints the movie. It taints the the book. What's true? What's not? We we could probably say for sure that all the details in the in the movie aren't true. That they were uh, embellished to make certain things look better than the other and that kind of sucks so you'll never be able to watch that movie the same again <laughs> um but yeah that that's kind of my read on it too that this just seems like a pure money play and then what's behind that you know yeah which is really i i don't know what's sadder the fact that it feels like a pure money play or the fact that there are still people even at this moment that um w- want to uh, want to string up the Tui family as as if they have completely exploited Michael Orr and through with with no level of proof, only in his claims made by his lawyer. Right again, it, and when I said rings true today, like I'm willing to 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 do that. Right? If if it is true that they used his name and image and benefited to the tune of millions of dollars, and he got nothing. Well, then by all means, like these are bad, bad people. But there is the possibility of false claims. This, this is, I mean, we see this all the time when you, know, you sit there and I, 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 sexual assault, for example. Okay. Obviously far more egregious, heinous a crime. But, you know, like I have my, I have trouble wrapping my heads around, wrapping my head around the fact that any man would do that to a woman. On the other hand, it's even harder to comprehend that a woman would lay a false claim against a man because of it, because of, uh, of how that crime has been viewed and how we've evolved and all of the different machinations, if you will. But the fact is, both of which are true. There are men right, that do these things to women, and those people should be you know, buried underneath the jail. But there also are women that lay false claims. Right? There are families that have explo- exploited their children right? or exploited uh, a, a, you know, somebody who, a, a relationship they have with somebody who's famous. And that's gross. Equally gross is, again, and I don't know what's true because these are two polar opposite claims being made. Equally gross would be um, completely destroying a relationship with a family that tried to help you along the way in an effort to get money that you think you're due because your story, which is a great story was told like that feels equally gross to me. Do you, do, are we going to cover this? That's the question to me. It goes on during football season. Are we going to cover it? Are we going to care? Or is this just because of the timing of it? And by the way, he has, he has a book out now. So there are, there's a little bit of the Scotty Pippen, right? Also, did you see where he said, he just found out he wasn't adopted in February. Yeah. Where, where Sean Tui's like, mm, we told him when he, we, we were going to adopt him 
when he was in high school, but he was 18, so he couldn't. Like, that seems fairly, and I, and I haven't gone back and watched the movie, but others who have is like, in no place in the movie did it ever say he was adopted. I, I just saw this, so that he, for whatever reason, this was off my radar, so he's, he's selling a book when your back's against the wall. Yeah. Wow. Um, interesting. Now, look, sometimes, um, sometimes you write a book and it speaks your truth, and maybe this is his truth. Maybe this is why he never would talk about it before. My guess would be he wouldn't talk about it because it was a bad deal and he was mad about it being a bad deal. And the two he signed the bad deal uh, because he was friends with Mike Lewis and they didn't have the foresight to see what would happen with the movie. And he's forever bitter about it. And now it's just come to fruition. But suing them and and making claims about the type of people they are when they didn't financially benefit. And it's really easy to track if they, you know, like this is not a hard one. It's not like you need a forensic accountant to track this deal. <laughs> right. The money's somewhere where it's not, right? Well, you just go to the, you know, you go to the producers of the movie. Like, all right, show us what you paid, how much you paid, and when you paid them. It'll all be in taxes as well. You don't just, they don't, you don't just make either $14,000 or a million dollars and not report it. Then you are going to jail. So uh, it's a, it's a kind of easy case to prove either side, and we will, in fact, find out. Well, um, t- let me ask your, your let me answer your question. I think we will talk about it for this reason because what we've realized this week. I remember when it first came out on Monday, I was thinking that's like a fringe sports story, like that, that barely has anything to do with sports. Almost like that day that um, I remember the when Sports Center came on the air in 1994 and said that the ex-wife of O.J. Simpson has been murdered. And I'm like, wow, that's serious, but hardly a sports story. And then, so I saw this on Monday, and I'm like, okay, that this, this is, I guess, a sports story because it involves ore. But what happened in the next three days is that this crossed over. This, this has reached the outrage group the outraged people on twitter and everybody else so i i I think that's why we'll hear about it okay how about this this is dominic foxworth okay who was it was a raven and of course he was in the lebitard show and this is amazing this is the mistake so many people make take a listen he said it's an interesting story to look back because i can see how this can happen you're a young kid and this family has uh, has, to the best of your knowledge, looked out for you up to this point. They asked you to sign some papers because they're going to make you an official member of your family. Apparently, that's what Michael believes. Um, he went on to say the Tui family was around often, and he did have them involved in his affairs. I remember doing a charity event with Michael, and they would show up at some point, so they were still in his life in some way. Uh, and he also said that Foxworth said that Orr would welcome them into the facility. So it, it, it makes it seem as if he believes. And again, I do think, I do think the, the idea that there are people out there that would do this to a child is disgusting, right? To a, a young guy and like, hey, we're going to use his name. We're going to make millions off him, right? That's gross. But it, it's, it has happened before. It has happened before. On the other hand, sometimes people do it with their own kids, but to lay false claims. And again, we just do this thing in the media where 
we want to believe the first thing that we hear and maybe the worst thing that we hear and not, yeah, that doesn't kind of make sense, right? Like, really? That's what Sean too would do? Like, I thought he was pretty well off and doing well. And that's actually what they said was, so I don't know what happened. I'm not criticizing Michael Orr unless it comes out that he has done this and gone around and tried to, because as, as much as we can sit here and go, yeah, the Tui's lawyer is right. Like if he's done this before, there's also the possibility of Michael Orr going to them and going like, look, this is the money that I'm owed. And you guys need to pay me this money because I believe this is what you were paid and you used my name, image and likeness for it. So if we pay this, then there'll be no lawsuit. Otherwise, like it's going to get ugly. So I'm not even being critical of the – what was the word that that he used that, that uh, Tui's uh, lawyer used in regards to or in the past going to the family for money? Shakedown? Yeah. Like I'm not even going to buy into the idea of a shakedown because is it a shakedown if they legit owe you money and you're like, look, you got to pay me the 15 grand or I'm going to have to file suit. That, that's the reason you file suit is you believe you're legally owed money and that you're not paid. So I'm not even going to be critical of war. I'm just saying, let's not take sides here. Let's let the facts come out. And eventually then we can decipher who's telling the truth and who's fabricating things. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Let's get to what the Fox says. And now. (laughs) What does the Fox say? This is Colin Cowherd talking about Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson's major deal doesn't start until next year. He's in the final year of a Seattle contract. And the general manager who pulled the deal off is still in the building, and there's new owners. If this thing goes sideways fast, Sean Payton is not a patient man. And he wants things done his way. If Russell is just okay, he's going to be somewhat bitter. That general manager who made the deal, he'll probably view as a bit of a roadblock. He's already been outspoken during camp. This thing has the potential because, again, Russell Wilson is not your classic pocket passer. He has to move to work. The problem with quarterbacks who move, it could be Michael Vick in his prime. It could be Big Ben in his prime or Cam. They age fast, quickly. Has Russell Wilson just aged and he's never going to move again like he used to? So this thing is the one that really stands out to me. I have high hopes, but the division's good. When Sean Payton took the job, my first gut reaction was, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you want to broadcast for one more year. I don't know. That Dallas job may come open. Well, there, there's, a, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, first, it's, it's interesting to hear Colin Cowherd do a 180 on Russell Wilson because uh, I'd say Dan Beyer is – I don't think he's 1B. I think he's fan level 2 compared to what Colin Cowherd has always expressed in terms of his fanboyhood for Wilson in the past, right? Like, he's literally that big of a fanboy of Russell Wilson. Matter of fact, he was the first one to say that he thought Russell Wilson wanted out of, uh, wanted out of Seattle. So when Cowherd says it, when Cowherd says it, I mean, we should really pay attention. Now, in regards to Sean Payton and wanting it his way, I understand and I agree. Remember, we, we like to point out that Sean Payton was able to have an incredible amount of success with Drew Brees. And Drew Brees, like Russell Wilson, is not six feet tall or whatever. He's listed at six foot or six foot one. But they're, they're diminutive quarterbacks. And he was able to craft a system that worked for him. Herein lies the issue. They are both outstanding quarterbacks. They are both going to be Hall of Famers. Uh, they are dissimilar in most every way with the exception of their height and the position that they play. <laughs> so it's really hard to say, well, you put Russell in that system. Um, what I think Colin's getting at is a, a, is a different point altogether, which is, We've said you need a rabbi in the room, right? And one of the things some of these players run into is when looking for a contract extension, the guy who originally signed them or drafted them is no longer there. In this case, you have a general manager who it's pretty obvious that Sean Payton doesn't respect, right? If he did, he wouldn't have said what he said about Russell Wilson and his failure last year, pointing out that the general manager in the front office were also to blame. Um but Russell came in with that guy. That's his championing guy. But everyone's lost power because of it. Is it an interesting team to watch? Yeah. Is it possible Russell Wilson's lost it? Sure. Is it possible it's just one year, uh, just one bad year? Also possible. Um, but it's also, and this is a thing where Colin talked about, well, maybe he should have just broadcast one more year. I think that means two things. One, if we do remember, Sean Payton turned it down, and it was only after others turned it down that it came back to Sean Payton at 
what's been reported is, you know, high teen millions, you know, like 17 million a year, something crazy. And he's got the power to do and say whatever he wants. So the reason he may have and others may have originally turned it down was because you're stuck with Russell Wilson and he's not easy. He's just not. Uh, so uh, that's part of it. And then I also think there, you know, it, so if you're Sean Payton and at some point you get frustrated with your quarterback, you're sitting there going, I knew I should have passed on this thing to begin with. Now I'm stuck with him. Russell didn't look good this past weekend. There aren't sterling reports about how he looks outside of losing his weight, losing some weight in Denver. But it's just a preseason and we'll give him time to figure it out. But I would agree with, with Colin in that there is a, a flammability uh, with this marriage potentially. Here's two pros and a cup of Joes having an ex- exchange about the NBA Cup. The players have been able to implement changes that they're okay with that have helped the game. I don't know because of how well NBA players are paid and, and, and the way they're controlling things. I don't, I don't know if they care. Like, it'd be one thing if they felt like they wouldn't be able to make as much because the ratings decline and the interest in the sport is dwindling. But they continually pay guys more and more and more and more. And so because it doesn't hurt their pockets, they don't care. Right. But if we're being real with ourselves, like if if LeBron and, and some of these others that are the stars and the faces of the league, if they really cared, they'd press the issue. And it wouldn't just be Mark Cuban. It'd be the players, too, saying, look, we're willing to say that we cannot compete with the NFL. And we're willing to say that we'll play into our summer as opposed to being able to vacation and go on a banana boat, whatever they do in the summertime and wherever they go as a group. (laughs) But we're willing to forego that to adjust the season, to get the NBA back into the limelight and have it as, as a part of now our summertime programming that we usually don't have. Like, baseball made the adjustment with the pitch clock. And I don't know that it saved baseball, but it's made it fun as heck to watch in person on TV. It's been great. It's been great. The NBA needs to make some sort of change by that, and the NBA Cup is not it. Sorry. Um, I, I agree on some levels with that's Brady Quinn. And on some, I, I do think that he's kind of conflating two very different things, right? In terms of gameplay, the NBA has evolved and made, ga- and made gameplay changes that have made it far more watchable. And to, and to some, to some, they, you know, that a lot of old school fans don't like some of the things they've done. Understood. Okay? But to some, they like it a lot. You know, they like, they like it a great deal. Um, but, I, you know, look, NBA fans... So what Brady's saying is, hey, would NBA players give up their summer? Not Like, NBA players don't comp- care about competing against football. They don't. You know, this, the entire NBA Cup is really about one thing. It's about finding a way to get guys who have guaranteed contracts to play more games in the regular season. And in addition to that, finding ways to create, whether it's the illusion or the reality of competitiveness and meaningfulness in early and mid-season games, which is clearly lacking. 
right? Don't get me wrong, a competitor, and I don't know how competitive you are as a human being. For me, I want to win every game that I play. When I don't win in anything, I feel, uh, I feel insufficient as a human. That's just how we're wired. But there is a mundane quality to 82 games. And if you've been doing it for eight, nine years or 10 years, and you're talking about 820 games, plus you have the playoffs and everyone's legacy is dependent upon the playoffs. Why should I, why should I give a rip about the regular season, especially when my money's all guaranteed and team doctors are telling me to take games off, right? So, Brady's talking about baseball. Look, baseball, all they did was they copied the basketball model. You know, identify a problem. Scoring was an issue. Same thing in baseball. So what did they do? Right? They decreased physicality, can't hand check people, changed the zone defense rules. They did everything they could, and it took time. There were games with 60 free throws being taken by one team. And eventually they've gotten to where you may not like the style in terms of the volume of three shot. But I think we would all agree that it's a much more watchable product than it was in the late 90s and early 21st century. Right. Okay. So those are two different points that that he's making and oh yeah by the way NBA players aren't giving up their summers they're just not you know in their minds they have what they have and if you want them to do anything more or anything different than what they have you're going to have to pay them more money LaShawn McCoy said this about Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence warning the NFL there's nowhere to run nowhere to hide from that defense this year I actually love it though I truly do Demarcus Lawrence speaking his truth when I went to that camp, right, and I see all them players, Stephon, Stephon Gilmore is one of, my, one of my, my guys we talk all the time. He said, yo, this team is loaded. He's right. You look at the defense. You, they talk about Parsons. Top one, top two, top three. He's one of them guys on defense. Hell of a player, right? And then you look at in the back, in, in, uh, um, um, in the secondary. They got players. Where you going to throw the ball at? Got some solid safety, right? You got two corners that lock up. Where you want to throw it? So I do think that uh, they have a solid team, solid defense, a lot of talent. Ready. You ready? But the only thing, though, that's going to keep the Cowboys from winning, not even, not even a championship. I don't think they're even going to no championship. They ain't going to no NFC title game. They ain't going to nothing like that. But to even to win a division, mm. yeah, to, to win a division, all that talent is cool. You got it got to come through Philadelphia. Kobe Bryant's one of my greatest of all time athletes. Rest in peace. He said, he told him and Iris was going at it. He said, that's all cool. It got to come through L.A. It's all cool. It got to come to Philly. Yeah. I don't disagree there. Um, I do think that the Cowboys uh, have the type of defense, and it feels like, like – I, I feel like Dak went from being massively overrated to now massively underrated. And now it's, man, Dak sucks. I don't think he sucks. I just think he's good. I think he's – you know, in that Kirk Cousins range. Now, because he's a quarterback of the Cowboys, every mistake is amplified. Every success is made better. I get it. Um, now, Jalen Hurts was great last year. The year before, he was just managing the game. So we'll see how he evolves. We'll see how he plays. And, oh, yeah, by the way, let's also point out that the game in Philadelphia last year, Dak Prescott didn't play. Dak's got to stay healthy. And... I would say that Philadelphia does, on paper, 
have more talent, has a better roster, but they're also replacing seven or eight starters, and we'll see what the Cowboys actually look like. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What or who is annoying Jason Stewart? It's the question. And now, I wake up. It's your annoying. This is what I wake up asking myself every day. What's annoying Jason Stewart? What's the answer? Or A lot who? of people do. Most of my uh, most of my Twitter followers do. And I, I never disappoint. Um, so I don't know about you, Doug, but I'm I'm Team Carly Lloyd. Now, I'm Team Carly Lloyd the way that I was Team Don Lemon towards the last part, latter part of his CNN um, career. Like when when one certain group's own person says something against the group and makes everyone uncomfortable, that's when I start to pay attention. Like I get the popcorn out. You know, when Don Lemon goes on and starts to talk about how women's sports are not as interesting and they don't get generate as enough revenue as men, and that's why they they shouldn't get equal pay and all that stuff. That really uh, that really threw off the people on his side of the political spectrum uh carly lloyd one of one of their own has had the balls to criticize this women's national team we all are well aware of the fallout she got a bunch of shit on twitter and she did an interview this week where she says i've always been somebody that is blunt that's honest that maybe comes across the media as being selfish arrogant all these words uh, that I've heard about me. 
But she basically says, I'm the one who had the balls to criticize the team, um, which makes me even more in Carly Lloyd's camp. And I'm going to continue, extend something we talked about last week, Doug. To this date, I don't think the U.S. women's national team has gotten enough shit for the way they lost. In the I, would, I would agree with you on, on two fronts. The only disappointing part about Carly Lloyd is that she backed down from her original salvo, you know, which I understand. You get a lot of heat and people get their feelings hurt, whatever. It's hard to do. But, yes, I'm with you on both fronts. It's amazing how how very average that team was and how little we've actually discussed it. And we've discussed it more than anybody else. But I, I would tell you that that's the a little bit of – it's a little bit of a college sort of feel where you're kind of only thought to be able to, 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 to talk superlatives and platitudes and not to have real talk. And this is where it comes to bear. Now, you touched on this on the radio show yesterday, but um, I have to kind of make it official here. If you had anything to say about Sandra Bullock needing to return her Oscar for portraying Michael Orr's father or mother in the blind side. Um, you're a loser and you have no grounds to have an opinion. You suck. Um, so I guess there was this like um, Twitter outrage against the family, the Tui family, after they heard the Michael Orr side of the of his story, um, Twitter does what they do, and they start attacking people, trying to cancel people, and they went after Sandra Bullock. And these are all anonymous tweets, by the way, um, which you'll probably find annoying. But basically, saying that Sandra Bullock should give back her Oscar for for winning. Um, Quentin Aaron, who played Michael Orr on The Blind Side, actually sat down for a TMZ sports interview and addressed um, all this hate that Sandra Bullock was getting. And it forced, and he basically was forced to say that she didn't have anything to do with the real story and that we're reading as, as of right now. She gave a brilliant performance and that shouldn't be tarnished for something that had nothing to do with her. The fact that one of the cast members has had to respond to this utter nonsense speaks to how much traction this thing has gotten. One has zero to do with the other. So if you if you've uttered anything like this on Twitter, you're a loser and a, and very annoying. Oh, I I completely agree with you there. Um, I I just do. I I love this story because. Because of the the bait that so many took and continue to take as if what Michael Orr said in his uh, or what his lawyer put out there in their initial claims is, in fact, true, 100 percent. And it may be 100 percent true, but we have no basis of factual knowledge. But a, a bunch of it was people thinking the Tui family getting, you know, a couple million dollars apiece to be in the movie and getting residuals. And to this point, they've said, no, that's not exactly the case. So we'll eventually find out what happened to the money. It does feel like Michael Ward needs some money. That's why he's put his name on so many things. Yes, which is sad onto itself. Um, so um, remember last week, um, maybe it was earlier this week in this segment, I, ha- I said that baseball needs to have autom- automated 
home plate strikes umpires yeah. call balls and strikes, mm-hmm. and I know you disagree with this. Uh, maybe this will help my case and make you maybe change your mind on this. Justin Turner was up last night, um, 5-4 Red Sox against the Nationals, and it was a 3-2 pitch. He took a curveball that started outside and ended up even more outside. Uh, Should have been ball four. I grabbed each of the calls, each of the TV calls, and just uh, listened to how these professionals react to this strike call. 3-2, and a delay call to strike three. Hung him up. Wow. Wow. The Red Sox can't believe it, but they are in front. No, this is not a strike. Off the plate. Sure wasn't. Strike three call. Oh, my goodness. Turner will not believe it. That is awful. That is awful. Um, it's, It's calls like these. Again, again. I've witnessed, I've sensed a deterioration in how we perceive these home plate umpires for their balls and strikes. And technology has is, is done them a disservice. Um, and this call last night was just one example of why we need automated umpires. So home plate umpire for the Nats-Red Sox game last night, I'll get your name sooner or later, you're annoying. You're annoying for being so good that you can't be replaced, or or you know he's annoying because he's so bad and would have to be replaced by an automated, right? <laughs> good point here. He's annoying for getting it so wrong, and baseball is annoying for not replacing him with a robot. Okay. Uh, Any more? No, that's it. Okay, so we have robot umpires, right? Carly, we have Carly Lloyd haters. Carly Lloyd haters, and the Michael Orr story. Sandra Bullock Oscar revokers. I think Sandra Bullock, Oscar Revokers. Like, how does any of that change the fact that she got Best Actress? How does any of that change? It doesn't. It's the dumbest argument I've ever heard. And that's why it's a no! Because we can. What do you got, Jay Stewart's our Because We Can. This has gone viral. Um, it's incredible. Robert Sala on last night's Hard Knocks. Now, remember, the team had this underwhelming performance on offense against the Panthers. I think it was last week in training camp. Um, and this was his reaction. All right, you guys know how important to me the silent tape is because the silent tape represents who the fuck we are. Defense, our style was all over this bitch yesterday. And it was awesome to see because that's our standard. That's who we are. All right. Offense. Guys, it was our first fucking opportunity to change the stink that's been in this organization for a very long time on the offensive side of the ball. You can have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You can have two $10 million plus receivers. You can have a reigning offensive rookie of the year. You can have all kinds of skill in the running back room. None of it fucking matters until the big boys up front change who the fuck we are. We, as coaches, we as an organization, can't want it more than you. And I'm watching that tape all night last night, trying to find something to show that we're fucking changing, and it didn't show, and it was our first op. And I'd love to say we got another practice, but you know what? It's like Sunday. You don't get Monday morning to go redo. It's getting your mind right to represent who the fuck you are every single fucking time you are on the fucking field. We'll fix footwork. We'll fix all that shit. But you can't fix shit until we know you're giving everything you got. 
making it fucking hurt, straining and fighting for everything you fucking got. Because we will go as you go. We proved last year that we're a seven and 10 football team with a really fucking good defense and a mediocre offense. I said, God damn. I mean, God damn. That is some serious sound. And it is interesting to do it in front of other people, right? It just is, right? Like, that's the kind of thing you come into the offensive meeting room and quite obviously is calling out the offensive line. But that is some amazing sound. Let's, uh, let's give you our pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. All right, uh, pick of the day comes from Major League Baseball. Um, as we look at tonight's tonight's docket, right? As you have a lot of you have some early games underway. Um, I just I've I've watched enough of these these games to know Clayton Kershaw going against Wade Miley tonight. Wade Miley Brewers are pretty good. Brewers also four games over five hundred on the road. And the Brew Crew comes in to the Dodger, to Dodger Stadium, having lost their first one, but they had won f- uh, four in a row previous to that. Um, I look at Wade Miley and Clayton Kershaw and think to myself, well, this is going to be a low-scoring game. Both have ERAs below three. I, I, like, I like the Brewers to the under tonight. The Brewers to the under. Right, that's my J. Dugsty Stew parlay, <laughs> whatever this evening. That's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the radio show tomorrow. It uh, if you're listening to the pod, it rolls right in after this. If you're not, tomorrow three Eastern, noon Pacific. I'm Doug Gottlieb. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.